0: Good morning and welcome to Never in My Wildest Dreams Podcast. Looking forward to today's show. We're going to do a little bit of throwback Thursday from yesterday, local athletics from Wednesday as well as Thursday, and what's going to happen locally today, a little bit of what's happening nationally in sports, and close it out with a Friday focus. Let's first start in the world of local sports. Let's first start with local softball from Wednesday. Boonesboro beat Williamsport 11-3. Rachel Roop has two home runs, six RBIs, and Maddie Taylor improves to 3-0 in the circle as the Warriors beat the Wildcats, who are now 5-4 on the year. Hayden Mentzner added a home run and a triple for Boonesboro as well, who are now 8-1 on the year. North Hagerstown beat Smithsburg 16 10. Riley Palmer goes 5 for 5 with a double three RBIs, while Callie Ricker was 4 for 5 with two doubles and three RBIs. Kayla Taubert pitched a complete game and went 3 for 5 with a home run as the Hubs beat the Leopards, who now fall to 2 and 7 on the season. This was the Hubs' first win of the season. In the only baseball game that was played on Wednesday, Smithsburg beat North sound 8-5, Josh Black had a double in four RBIs and earned the win on the mound as the visiting Leopards got by the Hubs Wednesday. Smithsburg, who is now 5-4 on the year, led 8-1 before North, who is now 6-4 on the year, rallied for four runs in the bottom of the seventh. Chase Cohen had two hits, Luke Barnes drove in two runs, and Ethan Caldo doubled for the Leopards. Black allowed one run on five hits, three walks, while striking out six in five innings. For the Hubs, Javon Burnett had two hits, including a double and three RBIs, while C.J. Hart had two hits in RBI. Craig Clark and Dylan Shoemaker each added two hits, with Austin Venn driving in a run. That is all for Wednesday's games. Now let's talk about Thursday game. We'll first start off in softball again. Boonesboro wins 11-2 and 3-0 in both a pair of five inning games yesterday. The Panthers are now 3-8 and eight on the year. In the opener, Rachel Roop had two hits, including a home run and pitched a complete game, allowing two runs on two hits while striking out seven. Also for Boonsburg, who who is now 10-1 on the year, Maddie Taylor was three for four with a double. Maddie Hewer had three hits, Haley Connor went two for two with a double, and Kaylee Dillo added two hits. In the second game, Taylor pitched a two-hit shutout with seven strikeouts, and Connor and Roop both tripled. In prep baseball yesterday, St. Maria Goretti beat Springville's 5-1. The Gales got a strong start from Cameron Moats and key doubles from John Hill and Bronson Taylor in the three-run fifth inning to beat the Cardinals at Municipal Stadium on Thursday, improving to 13-2 on the year. Moats, who's 4-1 as a pitcher now, allowed one run on five hits while striking out 11 in 5-2 innings. Jason Rivera pitched 1-1 one scoreless relief with three strikeouts. Chase Renner had two hits for Spring Bells. They are now 2-7 on the year. Clear Spring beat South Hagerstown 9-1 yesterday. Eric Bender had three hits. Jacob Hall and Malachi Cunningham each added two hits for the Blazers who improved to 9-1 on the season. Caden Holmes led the Rebels with two hits and they are now 0-11 this season. Tuesdays and Thursdays are big lacrosse days here in Washington County. Let's first start with girls lacrosse. Boonsboro beats North Hagerstown 16-8. Caleb Martin had five goals to lead the Warriors past the hubs at Mike Callis Stadium. on Thursday. Makai Stein and Ava Selby each added three goals for Boonesboro who are now 8-0 on the year. For North who is now 1-5 on the year, Meredith Moten and Riley Lutz each scored three goals while Avery Broad had a goal and an assist. On to boys lacrosse. Smithsburg beats Boonsboro 16 2. Ryan Lynn had four goals, four assists, eight ground balls, and four calls turnovers to lead the undefeated Leopards past the Warriors, who are now two and four on the season. This is all for last night's games. Let's talk about tonight's games and pray that the rain stays away so that we can at least get these games in and not have more makeups. Clear Spring High School is supposed to be at North Hagerstown High School for both varsity baseball and softball today. While Williamsport travels to South Hagerstown for both softball and baseball today, Smithsburg will be at Boonesboro for softball and baseball today. All of these games have a first pitch at 5 p.m. this evening. North Hagerstown is at South Hagerstown for varsity track meet today, and that will be starting at 6 o'clock. That is all for local sports from Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We will talk national sports when we come back right after this. Never in My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dream Podcast. Let's first start in the world of college football and then we will go to college basketball. Kevin Kelly, one of the most successful high school coaches in the country and well known for his unique approach and strategy that includes never punting and almost always onside kicking, will be named the new head coach at Presbyterian College this Friday. Kelly moves to the FCS ranks after a historic run at Pulaski Academy in Little Rock, Arkansas that includes nine state titles and being named the USA Today Coach of the Year in 2016. The methodology employed by Kelly might be unconventional, but the results have been indisputable, including a 13-0 record this past season at Pulaski. Notable players developed under Kelly include Patriots tight end Hunter Henry, who just signed a three-year, $37.5 million deal this offseason to join New England. His new coach Bill Belichick is a longtime admirer of Kelly, whom Belichick described as probably the best high school coach in the country in the news conference this past December. Presbyterian is coming off of a 4-3 spring after having its fall season canceled due to covid Presbyterian has a pair of recent players from the program in the NFL. That'd be Patriots All-Pro special teamer Justin Bethel and Colts cornerback Rock Janssen, Sin, who finished his college career at Temple before being drafted in the second round in 2019. That is on college football, now on to college basketball. We talked about this earlier on the show a couple weeks ago, but it has come to fruition. Less than two months after the Hartford men's basketball team reached the NCAA tournament for the first time as a Division I school, Transition Thursday to Division III. The university will have to file an intent to the NCAA in January of 2022 and expects to be transitioned by Division III by September of 2025. The move to Division III will allow the university to further strengthen the academic, co-curricular, and wellness program for all students, according to Board of Regents Chair David Gordon. We will know this decision will disappoint some members of our community. We remain confident that the shift is best for long-term interests of the institution and its students. Coaching contracts and student-athlete scholarships will be honored, but new athletic scholarship offers will cease beginning in the 2022-23 school year. Let's switch gears to the SEC. After one of the worst seasons in Kentucky basketball history, John Calipari dipped into the transfer portal, not for players, but for assistant coaches. He got two-thirds of the Illinois staff this past week. Illinois assistant Orlando Antigua, a previous key member of Calipari's staff, and Ron Chin Coleman have joined Kentucky staff as an announcement came on Thursday. The moves follow a 9-16 season, which was the program's first sub-500 campaign since Eddie Sutton went 13-19 in the 1988-89 season. Recently, they have missed on the recruiting trail and for six years have not been to the Final Four. A shakeup was going to start, and it started as soon as the season ended. Antiqua was a familiar face with Calipari, serving on his staff both at Memphis and Kentucky before he took a head coaching gig. I'm really excited to have Orlando back. I think everyone knows what we're able to do with Orlando as part of our staff, going to Sweet 16s and Final Fours, and winning a national title. Besides that, he also brings team success, uplifting spirit, and a work ethic to create relationships that you need within college basketball, both for your team and the recruiting trail. Ron Chin Coleman is in the same mode of Orlando. He comes with an upbeat, positive attitude will bring the spirit part, to be a part of our culture. He has earned his stripes through hard work, relationship-building all around the country. He's a grinder, someone who relishes that time in the gym with the kids and helps add value to current players and never takes his eyes off the lifeline of the program, which is recruiting. Illinois coach Brad Underwood praised his outgoing assistance for the impact that he had on this current program. That is all for college basketball. Now let's go to baseball from yesterday. The Atlanta Braves beat the Nationals 3-2. The Houston Astros beat the Yankees 7-4. The Phillies top the Brewers 2-0. The Boston Red Sox win 12-9 over the Tigers, coming back to get this victory in the eighth inning. That is their 13th come-from-behind win this season. In 10 innings, the Rangers beat the Twins 4-3. The Mets beat the Cardinals 4-1. After firing Chili Davis as the hitting coach, they get nine hits. The Indians beat the Royals 4-0, the Blue Jays beat the Athletics 10-4, the Marlins topped the Diamondbacks 3-1, and the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Angels 8-3, now on to tonight's games. The Boston Red Sox travel to Baltimore to play against the Orioles, while the Washington Nationals go to Yankee Stadium in New York to take on the Yankees. The Pirates are in Wrigley to take on the Cubs. The Diamondbacks travel to Citi Field in New York to play against the Mets. The Reds travel to Cleveland to take on the Indians. The Brewers remain in Miami to play against the Marlins. The Twins go to Detroit to take on the Tigers. The Phillies travel to Atlanta to play against the Braves. The Mariners travel south to take on the Texas Rangers. The Chicago White Sox travel to Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City to play against the Royals. The Blue Jays are in Houston to play against the Astros. The Rockies are in St. Louis to play against the Cardinals. The Dodgers travel to Anaheim to take on the Angels. The Tampa Bay Rays remain in Oakland to play against the Athletics. And the San Diego Padres travel to Oracle Park in San Francisco to play against the Giants. That is all in the world of pro baseball, now on to NBA basketball. The Chicago Bulls beat the Hornets 120-99. Nikola Vujicic had 29 points and 14 to lead the Bulls, while P.J. Washington had 24-6 to lead the Hornets. The Mavericks beat the Nets 113-109. Luka Doncic had 24 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists, while Kyrie Irving had 45 points for Brooklyn. The Wizards in overtime beat the Raptors 131-129. Russell Westbrook has 13 points, 17 rebounds, 17 assists, while Pascal Siakam had 44 points and 11 rebounds to lead the Raptors. The Pistons beat the Grizzlies 111-97, Corey Joseph led Detroit with 18 points. The Pacers beat the Hawks 133-126, to Karis Levert had 31 for Indy, while Trey Young had 30 points and 10 assists for the Hawks. The Warriors beat the Thunder 118-97, Steph Curry 34 points, while Ty Jerome from the University of Virginia had 23 to lead the Thunder. And in the nightcap, the Clippers beat the Lakers 118-94. Paul George had 24 points for the Clippers, while Kyle Kuzma had 25 points for the Lakers. Now on to tonight's games. On the ESPN game of the night, the Boston Celtics travel to the United Center in Chicago to take on the Bulls. The New Orleans Pelicans are in the Wells Fargo Center in Philly to take on the 76ers. The Orlando Magic travel to Charlotte to play against the Hornets. The Timberwolves are in Miami to play against the Heat. The Rockets travel north to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. The Cleveland Cavaliers are in Dallas to take on the Mavericks. The Nuggets travel to Salt Lake City to take on the Jazz. The Knicks are in the desert to play against the Suns. And the Lakers travel to Portland to take on the Trailblazers. This game has huge impact because if the Lakers lose, they fall into the 7th slot, which would mean play-in game for the playoffs. The other night, Cap, the Spurs travel to Sacramento to take on the Kings. That is all for the world of national sports. When we come back right after this, it'll be Throwback Thursday. Never in My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dream podcast. Let's talk Throwback Thursday. So we'll talk about what happened yesterday in the world of sports. 1915, future inaugural Hall of Fame class player, Babe Ruth hit his first career home run and pitched 12 innings as the Boston Red Sox lose to the Yankees 4-3. His first homer was hit off of Yankee right-hander Jack Warhop. That's also where the name Jack came for home run. In 1954, English athlete Roger Bannister becomes the first person to run a sub four-minute mile. He ran it in three minutes and 59.4 seconds at Iffley Road Track in Oxford. In 1984, Hall of Famer and Baltimore Oreo legend Cal Ripken hit for the cycle. In 1998, Kerry Wood strikes out 20 Houston Astros to tie the Major League record held by Roger Clemens, who threw a one-hitter and did not walk a batter in his fifth career start. In 2019, Pablo Sandoval becomes the second Major League player since 1900 to throw a scoreless outing, hit a home run, steal a base in the same game. All of this occurred in a 12-4 loss from San Francisco to Cincinnati. He joins Christy Mathewson in 1905 to do this. And on this date in 1931, the Say Hey Kid was born. Willie Howard Mays Jr., one of the best players to ever play in Major League Baseball. He made his Major League debut May 25th, 1951, and his last appearance was September 9th. 1973. He played for the Birmingham Black Barons in the Negro Leagues. He also played for the New York and San Francisco Giants as well as the New York Mets. He was a 24-time All-Star, World Series Champion, two-time National League MVP, the National League Rookie of the Year. He won 12 Gold Gloves Award, the Robert Clemente Award, the National Batting Champion, National League Home Run Leader, as well as Stolen Bases. He had four home runs in one game on April 30th, 1961. His jersey was retired by the Giants. He's on the Giants' Wall of Fame, and he is also a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He got 95% first ballot vote in 1979. That is all for Throwback Thursday, Friday Focus, when we come back right after this. Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in... 3, 2, 1... Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dream Podcast. A little Friday focus section, something to think about as we go into the weekend. As a leader, you have a lot on your plate. Numerous issues are constantly competing for your time and for your attention. From day-to-day tasks and administrative duties to strategy development and the management of long-term vision for the company or the program that you're leading, you are constantly playing a balancing act and attempting to prioritize what deserves the most attention four key areas that a leader must focus their efforts number one organizational well-being and engagement here's something to think about do people in the organization have positive attitudes are they available for personal growth at all times do they engage and tune in well in the working environment are there opportunities to further engage people and expand their roles number two productivity and goal setting setting expectations that challenge and will help you reach your goals for the company You need to be well aware that this is being achieved both in short-term and long-term goals as well as milestones along the way. When it comes to individuals, you need to ensure that their personal goals are in line with the company's goals, vision, and mission. Lack of alignment in this area will have a high impact on performance as well as the person's engagement. Number three, creative thinking. Creative thinking plays a large role in high-performance working environment. Leaders need to be creative and continually focusing to ensure rewarding work. You also need to communicate that everyone plays a meaningful role to achieve this vision. How is this accomplished? You create an environment where team members have confidence to voice their own opinions and concerns. When people feel that their voice will be heard, they'll be more engaged. And when they feel like they have a role, they'll buy into that role and have a better well-being and success for the company. And number four, effective process. This is the final key area. From top down, this needs to be in efficiency from day one in the operations of the company. The good process adds value to the company and should not be a barrier to get things done. This is accomplished through effective internal processes and protocols, performance will suffer without a solid foundation in how things are done and a clear directive in what is actually expected. Therefore, you want to get things done in a certain timeframe, for when tasks and projects are to be completed and clearly communicated and mutually agreed upon. Before implementing a process, it needs to be well thought out and discussed. Plus, you need to be open to adjustments down the road if you identify problems and allow the team to voice their opinions through a forum, thoughts and ideas to see how things get done so that they feel engaged. Focusing on these key areas will help communicate Expectations for employees create further engagement and improve efficiencies in terms of performance. This is our Friday focus and this is also the show for today. We will be back on either tomorrow or Monday depending on how everything shakes out weather-wise and what games are played this week. But looking forward to next week, got baseball in tune, going to have a little bit of better weather. Sunday is Mother's Day. If I do not do a show tomorrow, I want to say thank you to my mom, and you should as well. Moms are the help us rule the world. They help make us the people that we are today, so happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you for listening to Never My Wildest Dream podcast, and we will talk to you soon.